you like feeling good? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Positive Thinking, the podcast created to uplift and encourage you while giving practical tools to keep Christ at the center of your life. Like a painter dips his paintbrush in vibrant colors to color a painting, you can come here to be reminded that you are redeemed, filling your world with a kaleidoscope of biblical principles. Here to bless you, welcome your host, an author, retired naval officer, CEO, and Christ follower, Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. Hey there, you podcasters. I'm super excited to come on today to be a blessing to you. Have I got a word for you? Have I got a word for you on today? It is going to be coming out of the book of Luke 5, 1 through 11. And if I had to title today's topic, it would be titled The Situation. The Situation. Now, um, for those of you who are just jumping on listening to me for the first time, I would encourage you to go over to YouTube. Um, I, YouTube I do a lot of YouTube updates um, weekly more so than I do on the Apple podcast side. I try to do the Apple podcast um, once a month or twice a month, um, but YouTube is being updated constantly so that I might be able to interact with you in a uh, more personable way. Um, again, go over to YouTube. It's called Positive Thinking Podcast, and then just type in Jasmine Baker after you type in Positive Thinking Podcast. Jasmine Baker, that's J-A-S-M-I-N-E-B-A-K-E-R. And then you'll see it pop up and then you can get um, a more like personal interaction with me on the YouTube side. And I'll be going live over there oftentimes so that you can interact with me. So again, I encourage you to go over to the YouTube side comment, talk with me, interact with me on my YouTube channel, which is Positive Thinking Podcast, Jasmine Baker, J-A-S-M-I-N-E. And you'll see the Mrs. Colorful Day symbol on there. You'll see all of that, but you're able to write comments. And if there's something that you need from me, you can just put it in the comments and I'll um, continue to respond to you. But again, I'm super excited for those of you who have stayed loyal to the channel. I really appreciate it. This has been a challenging, um, I would call it a recovery year coming out of the pandemic. And as we are coming out of it, we are figuring out the new landscape that God has laid out for us. And as he's giving us the blueprints for that, I'm just telling you that I appreciate you for just staying with me as we begin to maneuver in a much more um, personable way. Again, thank you for being loyal. And if I had to title today's topic, let's jump right in. I would call it the situation, the situation. And I will have us coming out of the book of Luke. Luke 5, 1 through 11, Luke 5, 1 through 11. And I'm going to go ahead and read um, Luke 5, 1 through 11, and I'll give you some backdrop as well. So what is happening in these particular scriptures is Jesus shows up um, at the Lake of Galilee and Peter and some of his friends are, they're fishing at this particular time. They are fishing and then they have this particular encounter with Christ. So again, if I had to title today's topic, it is called the situation, the situation. It says on one occasion, Jesus was preaching to a crowd on the shore of the Lake of Galilee. A vast multitude of people was pushing to get close to Jesus, to hear the word of God. He noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge with a fisherman nearby. Rinsing their nets, Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and said to him, let me use your boat. 
push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowd. Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished, he said to Peter, now roll out to the deep water to cast your nets and you will have a great catch. Master, Peter replied, we've just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch anything. But if you insist, we will go out again and let down our nets because of your word. When they pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish and their nets were ready to burst. They waved to the other business partners in the other boat for help. They ended up completely filling both boats with fish until they began to sink. Again, I'm in Luke 5. 1 through 11 and the title of today's topic is the situation there's as i was reading this it, it it really really blessed me i'm going to tell you it blessed me and it just resonated in my spirit how if we will allow god to step into our situation uh we can see miraculous things happen and this is a beautiful story illustrating how christ was able to step into the this situation with these fishermen who have been fishing all day they have been fishing all day and they hadn't caught anything anything and then jesus shows up on the scene and he gives them an opportunity to allow him to step into their situation and when he steps into the situation they see this magnificent catch but let's let's try to dissect this thing because you say well you know what you know, how does that really pertain to me? It pertains to you because the Lord is even now spotlighting something in your life, some resource, some resource that he wants to step into that he might be a blessing to you and those that are receiving from you. You say, how do I know that? Well, I'm glad you asked, because if we go back up to Luke five, I'm going to read right in and then I'll, and I'll show you how the Lord spotlighted Peter's resources to give Peter an opportunity to make a decision. Because when the Lord comes in to spotlight your resources and the way he spotlights Peter's resources as he steps into Peter's boat, he didn't ask Peter if he could get in a boat. He stepped into Peter's boat. And you have to understand with the mind frame of Peter, Peter and his fishermen, his partners, they have been fishing all day. That means they have been out in the sun. They were tired. They could, they could have been doing multiple other things during this time period. But Jesus shows up in this situation out of nowhere. He, he, he didn't give them a signal that he was showing up. They didn't get any time to prepare. He showed up that day to be a blessing to them, but they had some choices to make in order to receive the blessing. And that's what I'm telling you on today. You have some choices to make in order for you to receive the blessing that God has for you in this season. I'm going to give you three points that's going to help you get through um, when the Lord steps into your situation. I'm back at Luke 5. It says, on one occasion, Jesus was preaching to the crowd on the shore of the Lake of Galilee. So you got to understand what is happening. Jesus is going about his day-to-day -day business because he said that he was doing his father's business when the Messiah was walking here on the earth. So he is doing his day-to-day -day thing. He is preaching to the people. The people are thirsty. So he is feeding them by the word of God. And then it says, a vast multitude of people were, were pushing to get close to Jesus to hear the word of God. So this is so beautiful because you have him preaching the word of God and then you have this set of people that they are probably seeing people gather around him or they're hearing him preach or they're probably seeing him work miracles and they're trying to push in and see what's going on how many of you know that when a situation is going down 
Come on, when a situation is going down in your life, you have all types of spectators around you watching the situation. Um, they, they are all giving their opinion on how they think the situation is going to come out. Some people even go as far as to um, tell you that they're, they're praying for the situation. And, and sometimes they're praying against you rather than with you. But we know when a situation occurs in our lives, whether a situation is positive or negative, and particularly I want to spotlight the situations that are contrary to what you think they should be or contrary to the promises of God. If the Lord is the Lord of increase and he wants to step into your situation, it's only natural for you to believe in the promise of God and know that he's trying to bless you. He's trying to give you more than what you currently have. But sometimes depending on how the situation is laid out, because you got to think about this when he tried to, when he, well, he didn't try, but when he stepped into Peter's situation, he got in their boats. He got in their boats at a very peculiar time. Like it was a very, very, um, peculiar situation, but a, a very, very interesting time frame. He waited till they had expended all of their resources. He waited till they had expended all of their energy. He waited till they had gotten to a place where they realized we haven't caught anything. We haven't caught anything. So they're pulling their, their boats back in and cleaning their nets. And get this. It says a vast multitude of people were pushing to get close to Jesus to hear the word of God. He noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge. Now he's preaching. People are pushing into him and he notices these two fishing boats at the water's edge with the fishermen nearby rinsing their nets. Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and said to him, let me use your, your boat. So this is point number one. Will you trust God in this season? Will you trust God in this season? When he steps into your situation, when he spotlights your resources and says, you know what, daughter, son, I want to use this book that you're writing to talk to my people. Can I use your resources? Or maybe he steps into your podcast and maybe your podcast wasn't a Christian podcast. Maybe it was a different type of podcast. And he says, you know what? He begins to prick on your heart and say, I really want to be in this podcast. I really want to uh, really be close to you in a way that I want to express myself through your resources. And it could be any resource. It could be you at your job people needing something from, from you and the Lord is trying to show up to bless them and you through your resources. It could be uh, the Lord spotlighting you to help in a ministry, to, to even help your children in a way that you don't normally help them. You know, I don't know what it is, whatever he's spotlighting in your life. My question on today is, will you trust him? Because point number one says to lean on to thy own understanding and all your ways to acknowledge him. He will direct your path. That's the word of God. He's saying to lean not to your own understanding. He's saying you have to trust me. You have to trust me because I know the plans that I would have for you. It's not to hurt you or harm you. It's to give you a hope in the future. Jeremiah 29 and 11 tells us he knows the plans for you. He, if he stepped in, get this, he stepped into Peter's boat. He noticed the resources on the water's edge. He notices the resources that you have and he's trying to step into them. This is not the time for us to say, you know what, you know, I don't have much Lord and you know, but I'm not going to trust you in that way because think about the widow when Elijah shows up. I don't know if you know the story of the widow and Elijah. Elijah shows up and she is basically it, they're in a famine. They don't have anything else to eat. And all she has is a little bit of oil left. And she said she was just going to make some bread and 
just sit and die with her son. And Elijah told her, I want you to make me some bread first. Go make me some bread first. See, there was a level of trust in there. And if she had a lean to her own understanding, she would have been like, why would I make you bread? And I'm getting ready to die. This is all I have. But she could not lean to her own understanding. She had to trust the prophet when the prophet spoke. I'm saying to you on today, will you trust him? Will you trust him? Will you trust God when you show up and, and someone is saying, you know, I want you to sow a seed on this word. I want you to do this. And, and God moves in your spirit to do it. I'm not saying some emotional sowing seeds and stuff like that. I'm saying when the Lord has purposed you in your heart to give something, will you do it? Or will you look at it and say, well, I only have $5 and you know what? Why would I give my last? Come on now. Why not give your last? Why not give your last to the one who can give you an increase? Why not give your last? You've tried everything else. Why don't you go ahead and try to trust him? So Jesus notices these boats at the water's edge. And the fishermen were nearby rinsing their nets because they had just come from trying to catch fish. They didn't catch anything. So they're repairing their nets and he notices their boat. And Jesus climbs into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and said, let me use your boat. Peter could have said no. Again, point number one is, will you trust him? When the Lord says, can I use your stuff, son? Can I use your stuff, daughter? Will you say yes? I'm decreeing and declaring even now that when the Lord knocks, when he knocks, that you will answer and the answer will be, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And then it says, he says, let me use your boat. Push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowd. Now get this. As he is asking Peter to use Peter's resources. You got to understand that these Peter is tired. He's been out all day. I'm sure he didn't feel like doing it. So I want you to understand you're not going to feel like doing something. This is past your emotions. This is understanding that God is a God of increase. And if he's stepping in a situation, he wants to bless me. You just have to settle that in your spirit. You, your emotions are going to tell you opposite because your emotions are relying on what you see, hear, feel, taste, and touch. The Lord is not relying on that. He's God regardless of whether or not you see him. He's God regardless of whether or not you hear him. He's God whether or not you taste or touch him. He is still a sovereign God. It doesn't change the fact of who he is because you can't tap into him in a particular way to satisfy your senses. You have to know that you know that you know that you know that he is God and that he loves you. If he's stepping into something, it's because there's something in this situation that he sees that's not going the way that the promise said it should go. He's trying to get a promise to you. Get this. So he tells him after he steps into the boat and you would think after somebody steps into your boat, and you say, yes, go ahead and use my resource after I've been out all day. The last thing you want to do is have to begin to push the boat off the shore a little, a little bit of a distance. Because now Jesus is in the boat, but that's not good enough just to be in a boat. That's not good enough just to use my stuff. But now you asking me to push it off from the, uh, the shore a bit of a distance so you can preach? What are you talking about? I'm tired. I've been fishing all day and now you want me to sit out here while you preaching the sun? Think about this. He could have not trusted God, but he didn't. 
he, he was obedient because obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. So Peter pushes the boat off the distance so Jesus can preach. It says Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. So he's now teaching the people from the boat. And I love it because even now, the, the reason, at least one speculation, which is my little small speculation, is the reason he pulled this boat off the shore is so more people could gather all on the shore and listen to him preach. He needed a platform to step onto to be able to preach so that a lot of people could be fed, not just the people who had gathered around him, that he could do this thing from afar so that he could touch more lives and more souls. It says, Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished, he said to Peter, now roll out to the deep water to cast your nets and you will get a great catch. Now get this. There were some things that Peter had to do up front in order to receive the blessing. And that's why I'm telling you on today, there's three things that you got to do up front in order for you to receive the increase in this season. One, you have to allow God to step into the situation, regardless of how it looks, regardless of how far the situation is gone. Cause I hear even now in the spirit, this some people are saying my situation is too far gone your situation is never too far gone for God it's never too far gone for God there's nothing impossible for him he's a limitless God nothing is impossible for God all things are possible with him so your situation is not too far gone the key is to allow God to step in it now he wants to give you a right now word to bless you right now. This word is right now for you. This is a Rima word. A Rima word is a right now word. This is for you. God is saying, trust me. Trust me with your stuff. It's not too far gone. Allow me to step in it. And then he gives you this pattern. He steps into Peter's boat. He begins doing his father's business. See, what happens is you have to understand the word of God says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. What that means is that he steps into the boat and he does his father's business first. Before he allowed them to make that catch, Peter had to trust him. Peter had to then allow him to take him up. Uh, away from the shore so he had to move past his flesh past his senses and, and continue to go further in this walk with God with his resources and trusting God and then number three he had to allow God to do what it is that God wanted to do in that situation Peter didn't get to pick or choose and say Lord do it this way or do it that way but once he was obedient and he put God's business first before his business which was fishing because remember, I said point number one is to trust God, allow him into the situation. Point number two is once he gets into the situation, you got to be all in. This is the season to be all in. This isn't the time to say, Lord, this is how I want you to do it. As long as you do it this way, I'm okay. No, you have to give it over to God. Trust God, give it completely over to God completely over to God and then watch God work and do the increase. And then that's what you see. Jesus sat down and he taught the people in the boat. He feeds the people. And then it says when he had finished, so soon as he was done with the priority, remember I said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. When he got done doing his father's business, the thing that's the priority, that's why we're here to make fishers of men. That's why we're here. We get sidetracked with all these other systems that that the world has put in place, getting an education, do, uh, getting a the better job, getting a better house, all this other stuff. But the reality of the situation is that we were here to bear fruit. We were here to make sure that souls are saved. That is the great commission. That's what he's called us to do. And that must take priority in this season. 
that must take priority in this season. I'm going to say that again, that must take priority in this season. And sometimes when that takes priority and not sometimes all the time, when the kingdom takes priority, all your other stuff takes a backseat. Hello. I know that that was a hard one for someone, but I'm going to tell you, if you will trust God on this, if you would trust the word that I'm releasing to you on today as a prophet of God, and you trust the word on this, God will bless you. And then look what happens. It says, when he had finished, he being Christ, when Christ had finished preaching, he said to Peter, see the Lord, when you put your stuff in the back seat, he ain't, he ain't going to forget about it. He ain't going to let it just, just pile up there and say, I'll get to it whenever he's going to get to it. He's going to get to it. He's going to take care of your stuff. He said to Peter, now roll out to the deep water to cast your nets and you will have a great catch. I love this because Peter had to still continue to press his faith. And I know that I'm right because he already was tired. And then he has to pull, pull away from the, the seashore a bit so Jesus can preach. And now Jesus is done preaching. And he's saying, now I want you to go out further into the sea. That's a lot of faith. That's faith being stretched, especially when you're tired. You know, when you're tired, you want to just stop. You want to just give up. You want to just say, you know what? It's not done. It hasn't been done. It ain't going to never be done. But then the Lord steps in and he's stretching your faith. He's stretching your faith so that he might bless you. He tells Peter to pull, pull the boat out into the deep. I'm done preaching. Take the boat out into the deep. Peter could have said no, but Peter said yes. And he says, now let down your net for a great catch. Peter said, okay, now we've been fishing all day. Now see his, he still makes a, and this is what I love because it's so personable. It lets us know that we can talk to God. We can talk to him about things. We can be open and ask the questions. Peter's like, wait a minute, Lord, I hear you telling me to go out to the deep, but come on now. We've been fishing all day. We ain't caught nothing. We're a profess. These are professional fishermen. These not some, some random people going out there to fish. They do this for a living. So they know when the waves are coming in, when they're going out, they know the best place to be, to catch the best catch. And guess what? They didn't catch nothing all day. And then Jesus shows up on the scene. He, he, he ain't no professional fisherman, at least from, from their perspective. They, they're looking at it like they the top of the line in their industry. How can he show up and allow us to get a great catch just because he said it? But Peter was obedient. And Peter said, okay, Lord, we've been out here all day. We haven't caught any anything, but at your word, we're going to do this. They go out into the deep. They let the nets down and, and voila, God gave the increase. God gave the increase. It says their nets were breaking. They, they, it was so much inside of this blessing and this catch. They, they had to get their partners to help them because the nets were breaking. So my question to you on today is, will you allow God into the situation? Because remember, the topic is the situation. I don't know what your situation is, but I'm asking you, will you allow God to be in that situation? Will you allow him? Will you trust him? Will you believe that at his word, every knee will have to bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord? He is God. He is God. If he says to let down your net, if he says, I want to use your resources, you better believe he wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you in this season. And I'm closing again. My question to you today is when God spotlights your resources, will you allow him in the situation? Will you trust him? And will you trust him past what the eye can see? Peter had to pull off from the shore, let him preach. And then he had to pull the ship, the, not the ship, but the sailboat out into the deep water to get the catch. Are you ready to be stretched in this season to receive your blessing? Are you ready to be stretched in this season to receive your blessing. This is the situation. 
your situation. The Lord is saying, I want to bless you, daughter. I want to bless you, son, in this situation. But it's going to require a higher level of faith. I'm decreeing and declaring even now that the faith of a mustard seed will begin to grow like never before in your life. That God will increase your faith. I'm decreeing and declaring even now that your capacity will begin to increase for the catch that God has for you in this season. I love each and every one of you guys. I appreciate you and, and everything that you're doing as far as listening to the channel. Again, make sure that you write something in the comments if you're listening on Apple uh, Podcasts. And if not, go over to my YouTube. I could not stress that enough. Go over to Positive Thinking Podcast. Type in my name, Jasmine Baker, J-A-S-M-I-N-E-B-A-K-E-R. Put Positive Thinking Podcast and then my last name and then it'll pop up and you'll see this Mrs. Colorful Day. You'll see all these colors. Go ahead and subscribe. And I want you to make a comment. If you want prayer, you want me to press in in a particular area for your life, go over to my YouTube and make a comment and I will comment back to you. I also have my email on there so that you could email me any testimonies, any questions. If you want any type of coaching, please go over there. I'm more than happy to bless you and to help you in this season. And for those that want to donate, you're able to do it over there as well. I love you guys. Be blessed. And until next time, know that you are highly, highly favored. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you joined us on today's episode of Positive Thinking with Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. We know you are blessed today, and we'd love to hear about it. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Positive Thinking Podcast. If you'd like to know more about Mrs. Colorful Day and our message at Positive Thinking, go to www.positivethinkingpodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, you are blessed. Now go color your world.